Holding towards the end of page Lamed Hay. Yeah, in the old books. We're now shifting from the positive, i.e., <coughs> the union of Achdus Hashem, the union of the Yichud, and we're understanding now the punishment. Why is the punishment skila? And what we said was that the punishment for Avodazara is skila. And so the idea here is. We're talking about Avodah Hashem. And Avodah Zara, obviously, people think, oh, bow down to that rock. And that is Avodah Zara too. But that's not the, the deeper meaning of Avodah Zara. So what, what do we have to figure out here? What's going on? So what the Rebbe is establishing here for us is that, in fact, the person that is not looking at the world in terms of Achdus Hashem is by definition looking at the world in terms of Avodah Zarah. That's the issue here. It's a binary situation. Either you are looking at the world from the point of view of Achdus Hashem, or by definition you are looking at the world from the point of view that there is a something that is having a certain amount of power in and for itself, which by definition is the opposite of the concept of Achdus Hashem. Achdus Hashem is predicated on the idea that there is nothing else here that has any control whatsoever, right? By me looking at the world from the point of view that my boss has control, that the weather has control, that X has control, B has control, Z has control, whatever has control, right, is by definition a deeper understanding into the realms of Vodazara. And so therefore, when I'm saying the Kriyashma Shalamita at night, when I say, Im pagati, right, if I made a blemish in the letter Yud, letter Aleph, right, from, right, in terms of not saying Kriyashma, right, or not doing the mitzvahs of Kriyashma, as we've now been describing, this is not the mitzvah of saying Kriyashma, it's the mitzvah of living Kriyashma. That's the idea that we're talking about. Yeah? So this is, this is where we're holding. Dihine Nisbar El explains above. All of these things, their shayrish is from the Shem Elokim. They are intermediaries. Through them comes out the hashpa of the light of Hashem. Lahavo is to bring into existence. And to give life to the world. That because through the levushim, we make the or in a way in order that there should be the feeling, the existence, the experience of a yesh. That's the key point here. Am I experiencing the world as a yesh? Yeah? This is also the idea of the hashba. They have mazalos that's coming through the mazalos. Right? This is the Pasuk at the end. We read it like a hundred times, right? Because we read it during Simchas Torah over and over and over again. Everyone gets, a, everyone gets an Aliyah. That the crops are getting their highest from the Shemesh, they're getting their highest from the moon, right? That through this it conceals and it thickens the light. In such a way, until it becomes 
a yesh and it gives life to a yesh. Venimza, it comes out from this, shehein rak mumutzayim. Comes out from this, this is only the intermediaries. Sha'ayadam nimshach ha'ashpas ha'chayis. That through this comes the ha'ashpas ha'chayis. Aval ha'ashpahi me'eis Hashem. But really, the ha'ashpah, we have to know, is coming from Hashem. Shehu ha'ma'hoivim hu ha'ma'chayim. Right? Like we were talking about yesterday. Right? That the people of Oklahoma are trying to daven to the sun that they should get an extra 20 pounds of sunlight. And that it shouldn't go to Texas. Right? And the people from Texas are trying to daven to the sun that they should get the extra 20 pounds. And it shouldn't go to the people from Oklahoma. And they're both wrong. Because the sun is just a garzan biyada chaytziv. Right? The sun is like an axe. In other words, when you look at a house, you don't say, wow. Look at that Milwaukee drill that created this house and that Black and Decker, you know, saw. You don't, look, you don't say that. Yes, in order to build a house, you need a drill and you need a saw and you need all the other tools that people use to build a house. There's no question about that. But no one in their right mind is going to say that the Black and Decker, uh, you know, saw is the thing that created the house. It's the person that created the house. That's the idea. Or like the dog that's biting the, the stick that's hitting it, right? The stick isn't hitting it. The person's hitting it. Yes, the person's using a stick to hit the dog. But the stick is, the, is, is not a living entity that is his own free choice to go and decide to walk down the street and hit a dog. It's not happening. That's not, what, that's not what's going on over here. So yes, it's true that we need the sun and we need the moon and we need the energy that the sun produces and the energy that the moon produces and provides, right? That's true. But who is the one that's using it? So the same way as the house. We need the drill to, cre- to, to build the house and we need the saw and we need the hammer and we need the nails and we need all these things, right? But no one in their right mind is thinking that the drill is creating the house. The person is creating the house and he's using these tools. And who created the tools? The people in this world created these tools because they knew that they needed them in order to build a house. Hashem created these tools. They needed the sun, right? Because he decided that this is how the world is going to work, that the sun is going to give its light and the moon is going to give its light and the rain is going to come at this time and, the, and, this, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's no more than a tool. And that's what he's saying here. V'nimsa shehein rakmutsayim. There are only intermediaries. That through them comes out the hashba of the chayis. But the hashba itself, it's coming from Hashem. Yeah? That Hashem is the mahayva. Hashem is the mahayva. That's the point. But the mutsayim beside themselves. Einam nechshavim leklum. They themselves are not considered anything. That word means ma'uma means anything or something, right? In other words, they don't have by themselves, they don't have any powers by themselves. Just like the stick. The stick is not deciding to hit the dog. If a person wields the stick, then the dog is going to get a hit. But the stick in and of itself is, is now an inanimate object that's sitting on the ground. That's all. That's it. Right, the the Milwaukee brand drill is is a is an expensive drill that's sitting in uh, what you call that's sitting in in Lowe's or Home Depot, 
Right? That's it. Inanimate object. Yes, if a person buys it and a person put, knows what, how to use it, and then a person can build a house with it. But without that, there's, there's, that that's it. It's an inanimate object. And it's like it says, They themselves have no power to do anything by themselves. That's how we have to look at the world. Si, senor. Did you just ask someone else? Oh, yeah. Then also, at the same time, it's like, if that person is holding the tool, they're constantly recreating the tool also. True, true, 100%. So he says, Ki imrak yadam. The only thing you have to remember that the, the hashpa is coming through them. Page Lamed Hey, last, all the way at the bottom. It says like this, And you can't even say about them that they're a secondary item. A secondary item is also an item. It also has chashivas. You can't even say about them that they're secondary. Right? So he says like this, because they have no mamish, they have nothing, they have nothing. So what is the idea of bowing down to them? The idea of bowing down to them is no one's going to bow down, right, to a, the sun necessarily nowadays, or to the Black & Decker uh, drill nowadays, or something like that. But the idea is, the idea is that giving chashivus is the hishtachavus. That's the idea. In other words, giving chashivus, giving importance to the sun, to the Black & Decker drill, to the moon, to the rain, to the clouds, to the this. This is the hishtachavus. Hishtachavim means literally that I'm putting my head and my, my body, my feet, at the same level. Right? It's just flat prostrating yourself. It means that I'm giving myself over to this thing. That's the idea of hishtachavim. Right? This is the concept. No one is sitting here nowadays bowing down, right, to this big, uh, whatever, this big rock, whatever, or to the sun, or to the moon. But the idea is, in Avaida, it's me giving anything else credence. And we spend the whole day giving everything else credence. That's, that's the pagam that I'm making. By, when I spend my day, I'm constantly thinking about all the different players in my life that are taking up my space and taking up my time and taking up my energy and, and causing this issue and that <coughs> issue and the other issue and the third issue. Blah, 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 blah. And this guy stepped on my toe and this guy did this and this guy did that, da, 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 da. That is the hishtachavos. It's giving the credence, it's giving the energy, it's giving the, the, the chashivus to all these other things in this world. And that's what it is. He gives them importance. That they have the power to do a davar or something. Right on the top of page Lamed Vav. Right? That they themselves are doing with the kayach of themselves and they themselves are the giving over the energy. That's what it means. And the shayrish of the Indian is that they are separating from the shem elokim. Namely, what are they doing? The key here is I'm separating Shem Elokim from Shem Avaya. 
by saying that this is a complete hester, complete concealment. And therefore, I'm giving credence, I'm giving importance, I'm giving uh, a, 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 a tipping my hat, so to speak, right, to these intermediaries and saying in my own mind that these entities are the makor of the hashba. Yeah? This is completely the opposite of what we're trying to accomplish here. If I give any credence to these entities, what I'm doing essentially is I am saying they are in charge. They have a power. They have a strength. And that's where the problem lies. That's what we're, that's what we're dealing with here. And that's the complete opposite of what we're trying to accomplish here in this world. Avoidus Hashem starts with the idea of Achdus Hashem. That's where it's all about. And this is why we say every night, if I made a mistake and I messed up with the Avoda of Krishma, Avoda of Krishma again for the hundredth time is not just reading the Shema, it's living the concept of the Shema. And I have to look at my day and I have to see how did I conduct myself today? Am I really giving credence to all these other entities? Am I, and that's in, in the name, in a Kabbalistic way, basically what we're saying is, am I separating Shem Elohim from Shem Havaya? That's what we're talking about. Right? Because I'm now saying that this has its own power and this has its own power. Again, Avodah Zarah is not denying that there's an Abishter. Avodah Zarah is just saying that these other entities have some sort of Kayach and have some sort of decision-making process. And therefore, if I can get on the good side of these entities, then I will win. Right? That's the idea. Good? Is that clear? So he says like this, This is also the idea of the Klip and the Sitra Acher Shenikra Elohim Acherim. That is called Elohim Acherim. They're causing themselves to be to look at themselves as being a davarma, a something, a metzias. But after karule elokade elokai, like I just said, that even though they call, right, elokade elokai, God of all gods, elashagam heim machashim atzam liyesh v'davar bifnei atzam, but they are giving themselves credence as being their own metzias. They are elokai, Right? They're giving themselves a credence. They're giving themselves importance. They're giving themselves that they also have a say in the matter. And that, in this way, they're separating themselves from the Kedusha of Hashem. Because at the end of the day, they're not bottle the Eibishter. That's the idea. This is Avodazar Mamish. This is what we're talking about. The kfira and denying the achduso is barach, denying the oneness of Hashem. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's a there's an Indian. I think it comes from the Zayar that um, all the other seventy nations, they're <clears throat> they're actually worshiping that that each one of them has like a, a malach or a mazel that they're giving their spies from, and that's actually what they're worshiping. Um, that idea paired with this 
seem to imply that even Malachim, to a certain extent, are have a shorish in the Sitra Achra. The idea, well, it's not necessarily the Sitra Achra, not necessarily. That they're Klippa. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're Klippa. Not all Malachim, it depends. What do you mean the idea of Klippa? Klippa is the whole point of it. It seems like it's separate from Hashem. True. True. The Malachim, the other, the Ayn Sarim, that's a whole other discussion, right? But let's keep to, let's focus on what we are supposed to be doing right for right now. Okay? So the idea is that let's focus on Aravoda. Aravoda is Aravoda is looking at the world from the point of view of Achtas Hashem. Our avoda is to constantly be seeing everything as just a, an expression of Hashem. Right. Not giving anything else credence, not giving anything else importance, not giving anything else uh, the time of day, so to speak. And recognizing in ourselves that when we do give ourselves, right, we put importance on these things. What we're doing is we're separating from the Achdus Hashem. Okay, so what does that mean? There's also a Vodazar Baruchnis. Let's see what it says here. The Kamaim Razal Yisrael Shibachutz Laaretz Oyved a Vodazar Betihara. Right, so hey. So this is Mamish directly from the Maimar Vyadaita. Everything that we've been doing is from, if you want to look at, if you want to go back and look through the Maimar Vyadaita over this, I think we have a long weekend. You could look at it very quickly. To go. But this is all, it's all from there. And he says like this a whole idea that. Yidin outside of Eretz Yisrael, so to speak, are serving of Arizara Batara. What does that mean? And this is the idea of the Yidin, right, putting a tremendous amount of effort into their into their business. Means with tremendous over the top effort, over the top involvement, over the top everything. And like right, trying to figure out in their brain and like all this, like, uh, you know, clever ideas. And Tachbulos is all these different tricks and different uh, ways, right? And they're, they're uh, so to speak, enslaving their whole Ratzon and their thoughts. And they're involving such deep intellect involved in their business. That's because they're giving so much importance to their business. Which is the source of their parnasa. And their life force. Right, that because they make their business like this, yeah, and therefore they're like coming up with all these kunsim and all these ways and all these things and they're thinking and back and forth. And he becomes so deeply immersed and involved in this whole point, right, that this is like the idea of serving a Vodazara. Right, Batihira. In other words, they're not trying to serve a Vodazara per se. But again, it's such an effort, it's such a, a tahbulus, it's such a right that a person puts himself into puts himself into doing the Vodazara, meaning what? Meaning that they're they're so 
involved in their thought process in terms of their parnasa. Like it becomes, it takes over their life. Their whole life becomes, uh, how am I going to make this dollar and that dollar and how am I going to do this and how am I going to do that and then making more money and more, more business and more this and what. And it becomes mamish, it becomes their whole metzias. To the point that on Shabbos they can't even stop thinking about this business deal and that business deal and this and that. So this is a similar idea. But in truth, it's not like this. Like we said before, all the physical things, that they're getting highest from him, they're all just intermediaries. And they're all just garments. Through which comes the highest, in order that it should become thickened, the hashpa, to give him life, and according to his level. Therefore, it's not equal in this way. Because there are those people that their chayas is mislabish into levushim dakim v'sachim yoiser she'enam malim mastirim kolkach ala or aloki that it's not so concealed the light of Hashem in that we see it very clearly and the other people that their chayas their parnasa is coming through in a very very coarse and very heavy way. Like the people that have to sit on the corners, meaning here they go and they have to open up their, their shops in the mall, right? Or downtown Key West or whatever, and they have to like be, you know, selling their wares, right? That their parnasa is coming through very, very thick, and it's very concealed, right? And then he says, and there are those that they don't doesn't it isn't included so much in a levush gashmi so much. Like we see, like there's a concept, right? We know that there's a brach of lechem in hashemayim. There's a brach of lechem in aretz, right? Lechem in hashemayim is the man, right? That Hashem provided every single day the man. Right, regardless of who you were, what you were, and whatever, you got your you got your food every single day. That's the way it worked. And then lechem in aretz, right? It's different. But kamohaman shelohaya me'achel gashmi, velohaya b'psoyles klal, because the van there wasn't a physical food. There was no psoyles in it, meaning there was no uh, bad part of it that had to be excreted from the person. V'chein lechem apanim, and also lechem apanim. In the future, we'll also have lechem apanim. Like it says, in the future, the earth is going to just spring out of the earth. There's going to be different types of cakes and like breads and whatever, like all different types of things. Yeah? Because in the future, you're not going to need all the different things. Of you know of, of refinement, namely you have to seed the wheat, and then you have to plow, and then you have to cut, and then you have to thresh, and you have to do all the different things of the malachas of Shabbos, right? That we have to do just to put a piece of bread on the table nowadays, is, is right? That what God was like? Could be, I don't remember. 
Like we know that the avoda of making pas, right, making bread in the avoda of a biruri. In the future, you're not going to need all this. Because there's not going to be any psoilas. Right? So this is the idea that this is going to be in the future. You have the similar idea also because in general it's mixed good and bad. There are many different levels. In terms of the mixture and how refined the whole situation is, how much ra and how much toiv and how much it's going to be. And how much it is. What we need to know, however, is this is all garments. Who is the one that's giving the chayas? Who that are bringing down these through these intermediaries? Right, that we have to know that the bracha of Parnasad. It's coming me'ez Hashem, from Hashem. Rakshiel, is that clearly shkon bracha? You just need a, uh, you need a vessel into which the bracha could, could so to speak, settle. Mishum deleis birchasa sharia ba'asar reknis, because the bracha is not going to just be on a empty land. like we said before, Hashem right, that Hashem will bless you in everything that you do. And we talked about this yesterday. We'll, we'll hold here. We talked about this yesterday. That this is the kuds. This is the difficulty. That we're, we're being pushed in two different directions. On the one hand, we're saying that Hashem is going to be the one to take care of every need that you have. So with that in mind, I should just sit in Kolo all day and wait for the dollars to fall out of the sky. And, uh, and I could, in the meantime, be sitting here learning my Gemara. Right? That's what it means. That Hashem will bless you. On the other hand, at the end of the sentence, it says you have to work. So that's also okay. If you're telling me that I need to work, so I can go out and work very, very hard. Right? And I realize that where's the, what's the work going to do? It's going to cause me to succeed. But it's going to come through the work of my hands. But that's not what the sentence is about. The sentence is about combining the two. On the one hand, you have to work. On the other hand, you have to realize that the bracha is coming from Hashem. So no matter what work you do, nothing is going to accomplish anything without the bracha of Hashem. On the other hand, to just sit around and do nothing, you can't do either. You must put the effort in. Right? There has to be that effort that's being put in. And without that effort being put in, nothing's going to go. You see, the, you see the point of both sides of this story? So that's the idea here. Good? Clear? Mm. All right, excellent. Okay, let's stop here. Amit Hashem will continue uh, on, uh, on Monday. Wow, we have a off Shabbos, right?